It is episode number 10 for the Matt Morrison podcast. Ray Morrison joining mm. me again. We have hit double digits That's right. in episodes. Yeah, it's hard to believe. That is hard to believe that uh, people have given us the time of day. 90 more of these and we'll hit uh, triple digits. <laughs> Very impressive. There might be a movement to shut us down <laughs> long before we, we get there. How was your week? How was your weekend? It was good. It was. An, How was Sunday? Oh. How was Sunday, Matthew? Uh, ball hockey finals. Yeah. We lost. Yeah. And what was, is the name of your team again? The Fire and Dragons. And who did you lose to? The Ducks. The Ducks. And yeah. uh, I was probably a minus eight on the evening, but that's okay. And you happened to be on the floor. For the overtime winner. For the overtime winner. Yeah. For the Ducks. Yeah. The team you don't play for. Correct. Yeah. You yeah. were minus one in overtime. Yeah, well, it was, if you were to watch the first two halves, it was a lot worse than minus one. Well, but. it's funny because um, I missed, yesterday was International Women's Day, yeah. so I missed the all-female uh, broadcast on Sportsnet, but I set the PVR, and I watched that, and that was really good uh, to watch yesterday. So Vegas was playing Calgary, and it was the first-ever Canadian all-female broadcast crew of an NHL game. Leah Hextall called it. Cassie Campbell-Pascal was the analyst. And Christine Simpson was the host for the broadcast. And there was such a nice moment at the end when um, actually Leah Hextall was getting set to throw it back to hometown hockey. And um, um, Cassie Campbell-Pascal interrupted her and said... I saw that. Yeah. Yep. Wasn't that a nice yeah, moment? Was she awesome. said, you know, your dad would be yep. so proud of you today. And she kind of... Teared up, didn't know what to say, and luckily Ron jumped in, Ron McClain, to kind of save Leah a little bit. But that was a really nice moment, and she called a great game. Yeah, and Leah Hextall called a terrific hockey game. So well, she's she's done some work for uh, Sportsnet in the past. Oh yeah, and she's been you know she worked at uh, one TSN. of the big yes, TSN and one of the big uh, stations in Boston mm -hmm. as well. So yep. uh, all three of those girls have a tremendous amount of talent. I yeah. think there was twenty eight women in total. That worked on that crew, yeah. including uh, those three and then everybody behind the scenes yeah. as well as what I read today. And then there was an all-female broadcast crew in the United States. I think it might have been on NBC. St. And, Louis, Chicago. And Jennifer Botterill, yeah. who I'm a big fan of, was part of that broadcast crew. So that was, uh, that was really kind of uh, neat. And as I watched your ball hockey final, I couldn't help but to think, man, I wish I saw this game <laughs> live instead of went and watched your team. Ah, tough break. Tank. On to spring. On to, <laughs> on to springtime. Winter's over. The um, um, Briar final was yesterday. It was. As well. Brad yep. Gushu won again. Over Brendan Botcher. Yes. It's hard. It's, I still can't get over the fact. Now, it's kind of neat that Brad Gushu has won three Briars as a skip because he deserves to. Uh, but his first one wasn't until 2017, which is hard to believe when you consider that he won a gold medal at the Tour and Olympics. In 2006. So you've played elite curling for that long, right? You win a gold medal in 2006, but you don't win a Briar final until 2017. <laughs> That's a long wait for Brad Gushu, but I just, I love the way he carries himself. You made a uh, phone call to uh, Brad Gushu's curling club in 06 after he won, oh, did you not? Well, yeah. So he's from Newfoundland, and of course, they win the gold medal. And with time change and everything going on, they watched, uh, they watched Brad's team win the gold medal. And I phoned to the curling club like it must have been probably 5 a.m. Saskatchewan time. So it might have been 8.30, 9.30 Newfoundland time. 
there was a party going on <laughs> in the background that I couldn't get over. One guy uh, answered the phone and said, hi, I'm looking for Brad Gushu. He says, well, he just stepped away right now, but Seamus O'Regan is here, and we love him from Canada AM. <laughs> now he's a member of Parliament. Do you want to talk to Seamus? I said, well, no, that's okay. Anybody else you want? No, it's okay. I'll just <laughs> dial back and get Brad later. But uh, to, to see Brad Gushu win, um, it's, it's always great because I've talked to him a few times, uh, and uh, – He's such a such a great guy. All so those curlers are just such great down to earth people. They right? remind me a lot of the lacrosse guys yeah. because they do other things and they have a, they have a great uh, perspective of sport, and that's why you love dealing with those guys, whether it be the NLL guys or the or the curling guys. How about sure. the uh, Matt Dunstone performance? You showed me that as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, that's a Saskatchewan an emotional link. guy. Yeah. He's got you know what? He, he's fantastic. That is a great team. Um, I know Kelly Muscawi, uh, Braden Muscawi's dad, uh, fairly well. But that uh, that is a very good team. That's Saskatchewan team. They'll they'll be back. And for Matt, I mean, it's all part of the learning curve, right? Mm-hmm. Just to harness some energy. You saw him finally exhale and basically, you know, just kind of have you know an emotional release after his team was knocked out, but. Uh, if he can ever, you know, channel that energy, that'll be one of the things that he'll need to do down the road. But uh, a terrific guy. He curled actually with Kirk Myers okay, one year yep. at a Briar too. That was his first time at a Briar, uh, not as a skip, but he was he was filling in there, and uh, so he has some more Briar experience after this year in Kingston, and that'll be uh, that'll be a great thing. Only twenty four years old. Yeah, too, and he's only twenty four. Exactly. Very That's, impressive. Oh, right? for sure. And we just talked about Brad Gushu. How long did Brad Gushu yeah. wait to win a Briar? Yeah. Right. So uh, it's all part of the maturation process i think uh in addition to the briar and a whole bunch of other things that went on yesterday the university of saskatchewan huskies women's basketball team was able yep. to capture the national title yep. title they beat brock 82 to 64 in the final for their second national title the first one was back in 2015-16 and what a performance from the huskies yesterday sabina ducate was eight of 12 for three points yeah like just hitting absolutely everything so that was pretty good uh and they had a 27 point Second quarter. So this thing was done by halftime. It was 45-33, and I I think the Badgers probably knew that they weren't going to uh, rally against Lisa Tomitis' team. So we're pretty lucky to have the Olympic women's basketball coach in our city, Mm -hmm. and I don't think she gets quite enough credit for being here and and being the coach that she is. And Lisa's always quick to put the spotlight on her athletes, but but it's it's great. So Wednesday at the PAC, there's a championship rally over the Dunao. So be awesome. That'll be good. I, and I was at the last one when they won their first. Oh, okay. I, was at, I was at that rally. So I may have to pop in. You might as well. I might have to pop in. And but uh, yeah, that performance, eight three pointers. We'd be hard pressed to make just one. Oh, exactly. Yeah. No, 24 eight. points for Ducate. <laughs> and you know, you're so happy for everyone, but especially the fifth year player. Yeah, for sure. When you yep. can go out and win your last game, that's always what you play for. So that's pretty cool. Uh, the speaking of university sports, the University of Saskatchewan Husky hockey team left for the University Cup in Halifax today. So how's this for a travel schedule? They loaded up the bus at Merlis Belcher Place at 3.15 a.m. this morning, mm-hmm. went to the airport and got all that sort of stuff yep. uh, figured out. Long story short, they arrive in Halifax at 9.15 p.m. <laughs> So that's their travel day. The milk run. Yes. The milk run to the University Cup. This is the fifth straight year that the Huskies have played in the University Cup. So they got um, this traveling thing down. So they to got a, this, a so this, tra- this traveling thing isn't going to be <laughs> isn't going to be an issue. Um the Bar City Reds are favored yep. to win it. 
And I think the Huskies are the number two, two seed, seed in yep. this one. So no, that'll be that'll be great. They, it was another good year of hockey over to. At Merlis Belcher Place, so they, that's good. They play the Western Mustangs on okay. Thursday, so that'll be their that'll first, be first game. game. UBC, who of course upset Alberta, is the yep. eighth seed. This is their first University Cup appearance since 1977. It's kind of too bad that the Bronze Baby, and I don't think the University Cup, I don't think they're televised. No, not this year, and I don't that's think. That's kind of too bad. Mm-hmm. Center just kind of walked away from their deal. Yeah. So, it's kind of too bad that's not on television, because it should be. Yes. Non-streaming, non-digital, over-the-air television. That's where this should be. So I don't have to watch it on a laptop or my Which cell phone. we can talk more in depth about uh, because the Saskatchewan Rush won yep. on Saturday, 17-7. to 7. Now, last week on the podcast, I said that I would be in attendance at this game, yeah. and they were going to win. Yep. And uh, Vancouver is just not that good. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they won 17-7. What was the crowd like? It was not as good as I expected it to be. They had 11,600 on the game sheet. Okay. Does that sound about right? Uh, I would say probably a little less. Oh, is that right? Eh? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is this running its course? Is I this, don't know. Is, 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 like 10,000 a night, that's still that's a good That's still night. pretty good. That's yeah. awesome. But is it is the is the bloom off the rose? Like, will we not see any more 15,000 crowds at Rush Games anymore? It might be It was be a tough. lousy yeah. night, Saturday night. Weather well, was. and that's the thing, too, yeah. right? There's supposed to be this big storm coming in that didn't actually end up being as bad as a lot of people thought, but that might have scared a lot of people uh, from coming into Saskatoon if they yeah. were traveling uh, from, you know, out of city or yeah. whatever. But uh, the reason that I bring up the non-streaming, non-digital thing uh, is because there is some word on social media making the rounds Sunday and Monday, again, about why... There was no rush highlights on any of the major sports It'll networks. It'll never happen. And because they don't have a TV deal. It'll never happen. <laughs> it will not happen. Has not, is not, will not <laughs> happen. I've, I've been over this. And so the league has gone out of their way to say digital's the future. We're happy with the Bleacher Report, and that's, okay, well, that's good. But why would you expect a network to support your properties when you're not, when you're touting the fact that you think digital is going to push you yeah, to the next level, right? And uh, of course, they replay the games, um, the Bleacher Report games, the next day, right? So, well, just on Global yeah. Saskatoon or Global Saskatchewan, yeah. Now. So, but, they, but it's not a national. They no, like they don't no, even rerun them nationally. It's just in Saskatchewan that they rerun the rush game. But uh, so, anyways, long story short, I sat down to watch some of this last night, the replay, yeah, or yesterday afternoon, and just all sorts of lag and. Uh, you know, in terms of the the camera work and okay, stuff yeah. like that, and wrong graphics were put up when when players were being interviewed and stuff like oh, that. Oh, so, is that right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think tough. the the production value I don't think is where yeah. it needs to be. Yeah. And I've heard a lot about the Bleacher Report, um, not just with Rush Games, but all around the NLL. The streaming service just isn't that good, mm. from what I've heard. I don't stream the out of town games or anything like that. No, but, me either. So it'll be interesting to see. Although. Um, and we talked about it on the podcast a few weeks ago where Mark Matthews scored that beauty in yeah. Halifax. Yep. Now, I did see that on uh, Sportsnet's Best of the Week or oh, okay. whatever well, it there was. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and there's a couple other NLL highlights on yeah, there as well. That's okay, but that's like four or five days later. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to see, like, if you want Sports Center or Sports Central to show that night's highlights, you're going to have to get a TV deal in order for that to mm-hmm. happen. I'm just. I'm just saying. I'm just surprised by the confusion of the fans <laughs> as they get on social media and wonder why their team's highlights aren't on 
television. That's that's why. There was a couple of beauties scored on Saturday night at the Rush game. Ben McIntosh had uh, six yep. points. Mike Messenger, this was by far my favorite goal, picked up a loose ball yep. uh, near the Vancouver bench and just steamrolled a Vancouver defender. <laughs> with ball to, in hand. With ball in hand en route to go on top shelf. <clears throat> nice. So That's good. Uh, but no, we were actually able to uh, move to the lower bowl. Um, oh, really? On, oh, on so there were that few fans yeah. there. So like I said, I don't know if it was because of the okay. because of the weather scare or not. But uh, their next game uh, at home is on March the 20th, which is a Friday night. Yeah. So again, might yeah. be a little bit tougher to draw some people, especially if you're coming from out yeah. of town on a Friday night. Now it is an 8 o'clock start. Yeah. Um, so that might uh, play into the, you know, success of the rush crowd i i don't know but they're in calgary uh this friday and then at home that home game on the 20th uh brody jenner is going to be in town i know you don't know who that is i hardly know who that is but all i know is that a lot of women are incredibly excited okay that brody jenner is coming well, to town go. and the rush so. are seven and three yes and but in calgary first they're in, in calgary, calgary on first. this yeah. upcoming friday yeah okay yeah well, so that's, uh, that's good would you um so the coronavirus uh, there's been chatter. I, I'm not sure it's going to happen, but there's been talk about would we have to cancel the Olympics? The World Women's Hockey Championship in the Maritimes has already been called off yeah. because of the coronavirus. Could you imagine watching a televised NBA or NHL game without fans? There was no, I couldn't. There was that, one that's what year. Talking about. Yeah, I know. And there was one year. I can't remember exactly what year it was, but it was a regular season baseball game. It was the Baltimore Orioles and the Chicago White Sox. And this is when all the Baltimore riots were happening. So this oh, probably yeah. would have been four or five years ago, a maybe. Longer, maybe. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But anyways, I remember watching that game with nobody uh, in the stands, and nobody was on the stands, and it yeah. was the weirdest thing. Yeah, It'd be very strange. Yeah. Yeah. You could just hear the echo and all that sort of stuff, and you could even hear the echo from the Gary Thorne was doing play by play. You could even yep. hear the echo, um, you know, through the microphone or whatever. But yeah, it was just. The Super 2020 weird. Olympic flame lighting ceremony will be held without spectators on Thursday. Okay. So there won't be anybody around for that. Um, and now what some teams are doing now for media types, they're not letting the media into the dressing room. They're bringing players out to yeah. bigger, more open rooms for interviews and that sort of thing. The NHL's doing that now. But uh, LeBron James was asked about not playing in front of fans. He says, I'm not playing. He says, yeah. there's no fans here. I'm not coming out. To go- no. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure that's his call, but... That yeah. was uh, so. That's one thing to keep an eye on. Friday, you know what's at Belcher Place? Uh, no, the Juno Cup. Oh, okay, the Juno Cup, and this you get. So Tim Shevelday is one of the players on the team. I think I saw Brent Sopel is one of the players on the team um, for the for the player side. Is that really fair? Now that the musicians have all of the Hunter brothers, <laughs> just think about that yeah. for a second. Because weren't five of them? Didn't five of them play in the SJHL or four of them? Yeah, four of either, them played in the SJHL. It was either SJ or WHL because some of them played in the dub as well. And w- one of them, uh, even the Edmonton Oilers had a look at. Yeah. At one point in time, I think it was JJ. Yeah, maybe. I think so. Yeah. So <laughs> that could be a game now. You know that might that might tilt the scale towards the musicians a little bit in the Judo Cup, which is. Uh, which is Friday before Sunday's uh, big show at Sask Tell Center. You're big into, uh, you know, all things Saskatoon and uh, the economy yep. and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff that 
uh, you're into. So uh, the Junos. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say uh, people of your age. But uh, anyways, uh, the Junos, what does that do for a city like Saskatoon economy-wise? It probably pumps in, I'll bet you an event, like like over the course of a weekend, I bet you that there'll be... I wouldn't be surprised if you totaled everything up. So Juno Cup, uh, the events around Saskatoon or whatever, that could be close to a $1 million spinoff, I bet. Mm -hmm. Something like that over three or four days. Um, maybe a little less than that, but it's huge. Yeah. It's massive. I mean, you. Uh, I keep going back to, it was 2016 when Garth Brooks was here for... The 64. <clears throat> six concerts. Six or whatever it was. And it yeah. was also the, the first or second year that the Rush were here. Yeah. Normally, Sastel Center has 500,000 people go through its door. That year, 750,000 went wow. through the doors of Sastel Center. So the economic spinoff or something like that is, uh, is, is massive. So that's, that's good. Alessia Cara is host. Yes. Do you know who that is? Yeah. Wow. You know where she's from? On somewhere in Ontario, Brampton. I believe. Brampton. Yeah. Brampton, okay. Ontario. Yeah, absolutely. I know who that is. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised. The 2007 Juno Cup was up in PA. Okay. And the only reason I remember that was because I was interviewing Brent Butt. They had a little skate over um, 11th and P. What's the rink over there? Harold Latrace. Harold Latrace. I interviewed Brent Butt and Ben Mulrooney over oh, there okay. before I went up to play in Prince Albert that night. So. Actually, that's not a bad idea, having the Juno Cup turning this into a provincial <clears throat> yeah. thing, yep. right? Yep. As opposed no. to a... Uh, yeah. Just a local. City I think Merlis Bell should play so for Friday for that Juno Cup. It's that's a that's oh an absolutely ideal spot. that's an ideal spot for that. So I'm still surprised you know who Alicia Carr is. Oh, that's, hey, that's buddy, I am all over it. <laughs> I am all over it. Um, going to need a new arena, but otherwise uh, we're going to stop getting these events. Hey, <laughs> uh, you you know who else is a great hockey player by the way? Because uh, I'm a country guy, mm -hmm. love the Hunter Brothers. Uh, George Canyon played George in Canyon. 2007. Okay. And man, he can play hockey. Like he's not singing the anthem at the Flames games by accident. This guy has this guy has some hockey cred. I don't yep. know if uh I don't know if Chad Brownlee is a part of the Juno nominees this year, but uh he's a, an amazing hockey player as yep. well. Oh, there you go. He was a one-time draftee of the Vancouver Canucks actually. So if Chad Brownlee oh. is going to be in attendance for this, then I think the musicians would have the... They might have a chance. The upper hand. <laughs> they might have a shot against Tim Shevelday and Brent Sopel. Yeah. Crowd. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's good. But uh, any big plans for this upcoming week? I have no big plans. Have you got an announcement you want to make? Anything going on in your world? Uh, a couple new opportunities here and there. Oh, let's hear it. What are you oh, doing? You know, just a, what are you doing? A new, a new job opportunity has presented itself. Where's that? At Golden West Radio. Well, good for you. You are going so, to be staying in Saskatoon. Yep. You're going to keep doing the podcast. Absolutely. But it is a career switch for you. Yep. So I'm looking forward to it. Oh, good. I'm excited. Yeah, I don't have anything nearly that exciting. No. Well, I don't on most weeks. But <laughs> yeah. Really? Really? <laughs> really Another week of going to the field house for you. Yeah, that's right. That's right. right. It'll just be uh, cardio and sculpt and uh, yoga for me. Just right. another typical week. Excellent. Uh we got to start thanking our producer, Ian Roach. No, I we guess. thanked if him last week. We, <laughs> oh, we said all nice things about his company, <laughs> right? Which, which the facilities deserve some credit. Yep, absolutely. His partner, Deb, deserves mm -hmm. a lot of credit. Fantastic. Ian, well, you know. You do know he's got the ability to Ian's, turn us off, right? Ian's Ian. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> no, good. What, so, our, our F1 coverage is going to have to crank up here. Yeah, If, if he's going to keep having us down. The so uh, podcast, of course, will be on my social media channels as always, and uh, we're also on Spotify now as well. So you can just type in the Matt Morrison podcast on Spotify and let me know your thoughts. Matt Morrison seventy two on Twitter and Matthew Morrison on Facebook. Let me know uh, if you agree or disagree with anything that we said 
this week, and we'll try to do better next time. <laughs> but uh, we're going to be shooting uh, episode 11 next there week. We so Awesome. We're shooting, like video? Oh, not shooting. Oh, recording. Good. Okay, there Sorry. you go. Capturing. Sorry. One day, maybe. One day. One day. If the world is ready for it. Thanks, and have a great week. <laughs>